This week on the show, we catch up with the Class B Touring Car Masters Champion, Chris Stilwell, and also hear from Rick Kelly about his thoughts of getting his first drive of his Nissan Car of the Future at the Sydney Homebush Olympic Park Circuit. I hope you'll stay with us. Joining us on the line is the Touring Car Masters Class B Champion for 2012, and that is Chris Stillwell. Chris, congratulations, a fantastic effort. It uh, went down to that last race or that last weekend at Sandown. Uh, absolutely. Thank you, Craig. It was, uh, it was a nail-biting affair at the last round, but uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, we came out second overall for the round, and that was enough to clinch the championship title. The battle in the Class B has been has been an interesting one right throughout the year. There's plenty of people in that class that have just been stepping it up all year. It's been really, really close all year. Um, probably what got it for me was a perfect score at Queensland where I won all three races. Um, and Sandown's been a good circuit for me, uh, second in the last round and second in the V8 uh, support round. Uh, they were probably the ones that got it for me. The the real uh, downer for us was Muscle Car Masters, where we'd had two fantastic races and then uh, got caught out with a, a failure on the start line about three rows up, and I collected somebody and the pit wall all at the same time. So that really put a massive dent in our in our uh, in our title chase. Uh, but the guys took the car back to the shop. We replaced every bit of sheet metal. Uh, other than the roof and one door, uh, rolled it back on the track at Sandown two weeks later and dropped it a second under our previous time there. Yeah, they always say, you know, knock the front clip off a car and uh, it just, when it comes back together, it just gets that little bit faster. Although uh, you'd prefer not to have the bill of doing the repair work to uh, to get that extra speed. Yeah, that was the bit that uh, that I really didn't appreciate was the bill uh, that came with all the, all the bits that we had to bolt back on. <laughs> Look, interesting class this year. Nigel Benson and also Amanda Sparks were keeping you honest, and uh, you know it was it was cut and thrust all through the year. And of course, Greg Keane was also up there as well. Well, if you if you look at the at the last round, and it just shows how close that uh, that sportsman class is. Um, uh, for all of the weekend, I had Porsches all over me, um, and uh, and then I run a, a five-liter Mustang. Um, I've got Nigel Benson in a 350 uh, Monaro, and uh, you, you could really drop a cloth over us half uh, half the time we were on the track. Um, but uh, uh, it wasn't the the, the Sandown event a lively event? Uh, and I, we pointed out at the at the end of year function last night. But all the sportsman guys, we drove there for, for three days, five sessions and three races, and not one scratch on one sportsman car for the entire weekend. And how many of those outright guys totaled the car out? So we're pretty proud with ourselves. It is a great rivalry between you guys in the uh, pro sportsman and the outright division. And uh, I guess when you're dealing with the likes of Bow Richards, Madiki, uh, Mark King... Yulden, Bullis, they're all names that are, are familiar to racing fans. I'll get Tilly and Crick and the list goes on and on. So when you're starting to mix it up with those guys, you know you're in rarefied air. Uh, yeah, well, we had, uh, uh, in the last race, we had Andrew Madiki off the back of the grid. And uh, so I was, I was conscious that Andrew was going to come through and, and conscious that he was going to be, 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 be on a charge. So uh, I was in the middle of, I think... Uh, 
Uh, I had two Porsches in front of me having their own dice, and I sliced through them, and just out of the corner of my mirror, I saw a flash of yellow, which I knew was Madiki Easy passing on the inside going over Danny Nong Road. Yeah, well, you weren't the only one he passed on that race because he went from last to first in an amazing drive. Uh, he did. That was a phenomenal drive, and, and, and it was a good win, and he deserved it. Mm. What for you next year, Chris? Uh, probably the first thing we're going to do is pull the engine out of the car, um, which is another great thing about the series. We've been trying to technically uh, reduce the maintenance costs in the series, and the engine that we've run in, uh, run in the car bent, uh, built by uh, Vintage Motorsports in Wagga, uh, that engine's done two, two complete seasons, and the only thing we've done is about four months ago, we did a tappet adjustment and put another set of plugs in it. And, and for an engine that's producing somewhere in the mid-500 horsepower, uh, that is a phenomenal job to get two full seasons out of it. Mm, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting series because uh, it's a series that a lot of people want to get into and it's a series that has a lot of popular support in the crowds. Uh, the uh, probably Bathurst was, was an interesting one. Um, uh, we were at Bathurst and we were called up to the dummy grid and uh, you could not get a car out of our marquee because there were that many people there. And then you look across the driveway and, uh, and, and nothing against the other categories, but there was nobody there. <laughs> and I think that's probably a, a good testament to how popular the category is. I think people just love the, the muscle car era um, and they love the, the, the way that the cars are, are very, very well prepared, very well turned out, and they're very respectful of the era. Uh, and I think people see that we're racing touring cars and not, not sports sedans. Yeah, it is a it's a, a very different mindset. It's not historic racing. It's it's a, really an old looking car with new technology underneath. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite um, touring cars went through an evolution in that period. Um, the 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 rules were probably most liberal in 1971. And, and if anything, we're following more closely the technical regulations in that period, uh, but obviously we're allowing the use of, of modern componentry uh, that respects the, the, that, it's, that it's off the original base of, of what the car was originally. Um, and that allows you to buy uh, modern engine blocks, modern cylinder heads, uh, and model, 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 uh, modern valve train equipment, which is what gets you the reliability, and, and that's a good example with our engine uh, going two years in the series without needing a rebuild, and, and, and to actually win the class uh, with, with an engine on its second year, I think is just a testament that the technical regulations are working well. Yeah, it is a, a great year, and congratulations, Chris, for what was a successful one in the end, and uh, we wish all the best for 2013. Much appreciated. Thank you. Chris Stilwell joining us here on Inside Motorsport. Rick Kelly had his first taste of the car of the future at the Sydney Olympic Homebush Circuit, and he was out there with two of the three other car of the future entries. The other guys were running, running their own program, so we had to push a little bit to, to catch up to him, which was which was really good opportunity for us to, uh, to feel what it's like. And the setting position in the car is a little bit different, but apart from that, it uh, it already feels like home, which is really good. Everything's working quite well, and um, the guys back at the the team, and obviously with the help of Nissan, we've been able to produce the car behind us in a in a very short time frame. And uh, considering that, it's running extremely well. How important are any extra laps you get in this car to getting yourself uh, up the front of the grid for next year? 
as opposed to what we just what we just did there? Lee, just every time you get out on the track, even if it is a display. Well, every time you jump in the car is obviously very helpful, but that, that was demonstration laps at um, you know 60% race pace. So if you're not going to push in the car and you can't feel what it's like, then it's it's not of a lot of use. But um, we haven't done a lot of miles in the Nissan, so you know the fact that it's rolling around the track today is um, is, is a good thing for us, and um, you know it's it's run faultlessly ever since we put it on the track and. That's an achievement in itself, obviously, with trying to produce an engine in a car in such a short time frame. The guys have done an extremely um, impressive job. So we can't wait to get in and go for a proper test day um, with that little taste then. It, uh, it certainly makes us very excited. Rick Kelly is confident that the team can be competitive right out of the bat when they debut the cars at Clipsal. Uh, well, there's three things that it's going to take to be competitive. It's the right chassis and suspension, which we've got. It's a, an aero package that's the same as everyone else's out there, and that's you know drag and downforce front and rear, and it's having the same horsepower, you know. And so all those things for us are, are on target, and if we can we can produce the same numbers as everyone else, which is certainly looking very strong for us now, we just come it just comes to us doing a really good job on the weekends and driving the car right. So um, certainly everything's on target for us to be very competitive. Uh, everything's on schedule for, for the other three cars that we're producing, obviously with the four cars, um, for one for each driver, and then obviously we'll produce a, uh, a spare as well. Um, yeah, so everything's on target. We've got this car here, which is complete, um, another one that's exiting the paint shop, a third chassis that's built, and the fourth that's starting now, which will be which will be Todd's car, which we don't need until um, until February. So, uh, yeah, everything everything's on target. My thanks to Rick Kelly and, of course, Chris Stillwell there. We hope you're having a great festive season. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.